some time with the dead. On demand almost. We'd be like, hey, can you like touch the duck and make it go off? And it would just start lighting up and going crazy. Why should we be afraid of you? Hello and welcome to What Goes Bump Tonight. I'm your host, Riley Clark, and alongside me, as always, is Trevor Jensen. And our special guests, Devin and PJ from Among the oh, <laughs> It's Devon. Oh, is it Devon? Sorry, bro. Sorry, sorry. It's an occurrence. I, I was going to say, we normally stuff. fuck names up because it's just so easy to do it. And it's like at least at least once a week, it's like, fuck, what was that name? Was yeah. it this? Was it that? See, he even said it before. This is Asher Roth. 100% is not yeah, correct. I can't talk. It's a known fact. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. <laughs> but I guess the what I want to start off with, you boys, is... What got you guys into, I guess, uh, exploring abandoned places and, you know, investigating the paranormal? That spooky shit. Oh, yeah, start that start. I, I guess I'll start it. So that was, uh, was that, 2016, bro. 2016. Seven years ago. Yeah, I wow. found out. Uh, Y'all are babies. Just going to say yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> April Fool's. Wait, 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 wait. Before, what? before that, me and him are actually a week apart. Yeah. That's crazy. That's yeah, even more crazy. I'm a week older than him. Yeah, so April April 1st of 2016, uh, I stumbled across this abandoned house taking a walk off, basically from my grandma's. And, uh, yeah, we find this house, and I'm like, hey, guys, you guys want to take us out with me? And we all got together. I don't know if it was the same day or the day after. It, it was the next day. It was, like, because I think you told us on a Friday, and we went during the weekend. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. They actually thought it was a joke. I was messing with them. Yeah, our, 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 uh, our third member, Morgan, who's not um, here with us for this uh, stream, but we both thought that it was a joke at, at first, and he was like, oh, it's April 1st? I didn't even, I didn't <laughs> I didn't know, know that. Yeah, so we all wind up going down there, and uh, I think we actually had a couple of buddies along. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we go, we check out the place and do a little recording on it, and... I think I, I guess we go home and throughout the week we're sitting there thinking about it. I guess and no, 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 no. We we, we waited we, we waited throughout the summer. This was right before summer vacation. It was a whole summer. Mm-hmm. And then once uh, we came back to school, we were uh, sitting at the lunch table, and we were just discussing about. It. We we're like, dude, we want to do that again. And so we start. I was like, we should we should create a YouTube channel. And so we're just sitting there, me, him, and Morgan. We're trying to come up with uh, names. Back and forth, we start spinning out ideas. Yeah, and I forgot like whose idea, like who said what. It was bitten, bits and pieces. It was bits names. and pieces, yeah. and then we combined them at the end and made among the unknown. I love that. That's pretty much what we did. We we spat ideas at each other for for at least a week straight until finally, yep. I think Riley was just like, "What? What goes bump in the night?" And I was like, "That's it." That's <laughs> what happened. That's exactly. I remember we were literally working because we worked together yeah. when we were coming up with this idea. And I, I literally had like a list. He had a list. And then it wasn't My even on was the list. Bro.
I got it. I'm going to come run down there. I ran down there and I go, what goes bump in the night? And he's like, that's it. Yes. <laughs> right there. So, we told so that's, how it was, that's how our, our brainchild was named and it just came to be. Amen. That's, that's great. Like you just piece it together like a puzzle and then boom, you got it. Exactly. And like the first year that we started YouTube channel, immediately 1,000 subscribers. In the second year, 2,000. And we started literally just using GoPro cameras. Yeah. yeah. GoPro cameras are amazing. Like he had, World's uh, Paranormal, he's freaking all about the GoPro mm -hmm. camera. Yeah, he told me about that. Uh, he was using the GoPro Hero session. I have, I have the five. You, you have the first one. Oh, yeah. I so he got the one. Yeah, and um, it, it was funny because back in 2016 and then 2017, we basically started exploring abandoned places right before slash while it was starting to become mainstream. Yeah, before the popularity wave really blew up. Before like yeah. exploring with Josh really like had it take. I off. mean, back, back then all you had was exploring with Josh and uh, the proper people, and they yeah. still weren't big yet. They were still on that, like, even the problem people back then were using GoPros too, actually. And just since then, like, back in 2017, we were just stuck at 2,000 subscribers because the Urbex scene was becoming so, like, saturated and becoming mainstream. We were just, like, sitting there. We're like, what do we do? What do we do? I know that exact question. What do you what do you guys think set you apart then? Like, because it seems like because that's that's actually really really quick like channel growth because we haven't even hit a thousand subscribers really on our YouTube yet. yet. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, what what do you think really really did it for your channel that is different from most other urbex or ghost exploring channels? I'm not, I don't Damn, know. Oh, <laughs> fuck! Real interview is now. <laughs> oh, uh. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, right. all we really did was just tell our friends Top the cookie cutter outline and just stamped it out. All, all we did was just tell our friends in high school to be like, "Hey, check our channel," and then we just became a thing. Really. I don't think we really followed any rules. I mean, we just kind you of know what's hilarious though. I have noticed that all the, out of all of our younger friends that have have talked to us and done this. If they are in in the friend group zones still of like just being out of high school or being in high school or like in college and like being able to network closer to people like that, their channels are usually a lot a lot bigger than ours. And it's like, <laughs> hey, fuck! I wish yeah, I it's a lot harder school. when you're like trying to market to like thirty year olds and thirty year olds because <laughs> yeah. you tell them to sub or subscribe. By the way, you should sub or subscribe. Um, <laughs> uh, but everybody's lazy. Like, At least my generation don't is. Do it, you know, like we're we have we're pretty fortunate to where like most of our hmm. viewers are actually subscribers. We're to that point where like we do have that's like a loyal, you know, night crew. Yeah, I would say like they're here every week. Blair Witch cult following. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is with us is that um, twenty twenty really actually surprisingly helped us a lot. Yeah, because while everything was shut down, we were able to actually go exploring. But there was a certain point of time where I didn't see him for months. And so I had to literally buckle down. I was literally taking Ubers and Lyfts to abandoned places just so we can actually have content for the channel. 
And that actually helped kick us up on like subscribers and uh, Facebook group promotions. And then um, getting even eventually monetized because we lost the monetization after YouTube changed our whatever uh, yeah. policy. They did their bullshit. Yeah. yeah. And then like we just started. Um, I thought that was the end. <laughs> I was like, I was like, we're done. <laughs> F- thankfully, what actually in th- I even spoke about this on Twitter, even uh, very recently. What helped us was um, posting in Facebook groups. Yeah. And, like Facebook oh, yeah. groups dedicated to like genres, like abandoned houses, abandoned in general, urbex, churches, schools, whatever. And just even um, there's this one Facebook group that's dedicated to abandoned places in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And I would just post there. Um, there's like a strategy, like how to do it and how to like really make it like look good. Mm. And we just started bringing in more viewers and more viewers. And that's really what kicked us now to where we are now. Yeah. Right. That helped us out a lot too. When we first started. So like I, I joined a lot of podcasting groups Yeah, and ton. because of that, I met a, some really awesome people, you know, just through chatting with them comment section. And then we joined this uh, group called Indie Pods United. And during COVID, we did like uh, this giant summit. It was a week long, 24 hours of podcasts. They had people from Saturday Night Live. Like, yeah, it was crazy. And we actually headlined like the first the first day yeah and it was the like the inaugural year they had we had us they had us in the headlining spot so it was like oh fuck and this was our like our first legitimate live too so oh, me and riley were like, live before ever yeah me and riley looked at each other no idea what we were doing whatsoever what do i do and i remember we literally we had like an idea of what we were going to do at, as soon as we went, we live, didn't do a single fucking it. thing from it. <laughs> it was like if you take a script and just balled up and go, and we're going from the top, boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally I, that's how we do everything, though. I've I've only written one script in my entire fucking life, and it was awesome. And I didn't even read it. I used like <laughs> <laughs> I used the littlest bit. I'll tell you what, that'll teach you how not to use a script. <laughs> Pretty much, we've we've read more AI written stories and content on our show than like anything else. Honestly, Riley has written a whole story, and so has Jenna. So I can't say that I've I've I can't say I can take any credit for that bullshit. Stories, but yeah, yeah. I'm a so it's like author. they're damn near authors, but I'm over here like I just read stuff with cool voice. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you want from me? So what? What was like, I guess, the one experience that you've had that really like sparked not just an interest, but like a belief that you know the paranormal is real? Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. it no, can be really make you think. <laughs> like if if a string of events happened, that's yeah, fine. I too. think I think it was over and over again with me because there were times where I did believe, and then I was like, you know, we go through a location and get like nothing from like the investigation we did. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. There, there was times where, like, we're just doing abandoned stuff, just regular abandoned, and then, like, he would be like, yo, I'm getting a strange vibe about this place. And then some, I mean, not necessarily paranormal, but he would say that. It just feels creepy. And then something happens afterwards. Like, something just randomly happens afterwards, like, um... <laughs> like a noise or... A door new. slams or some bullshit. Yeah. Not like that, but Yes. But, yes and I'm no. rambling. <laughs> yeah, um 
What was that? Uh, so, like, sometimes I'll think, like, oh, well, th this could be chalked up as, I don't know, the, the, the Knox we heard was, I don't know, a loose floorboard or something, you know? Right, yeah. It could, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And we'd go into places like uh, the Bel Air house when we did that investigation, and it's like, this this is real, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, this, this is, I can't explain this. For sure. I mean, we yeah. did we did investigations before the Beller House, which we did that in 2022. I, I yeah, we did in 2022. And like we were doing like stuff like here and there back in 2017. Mm. Uh, we did this place called uh, Wrestling Cemetery. Oh, and yeah. that was really oh, the yeah. first time we got any. I think that was the first time we ever investigated, that. really. Yeah. Like truly did an investigation. Um, that was crazy. So, Resum Cemetery here in Pittsburgh, there's like a local legend about this spirit called Walking Rosie, okay. who can either appear as like a little girl or like a woman in a white dress. Um, the first time we went, we there's this whole entire thing about doing Ring Around the Rosie and you can summon her, whatever. Um, we I did that the second time I went, but that footage is lost. <laughs> that part is literally gone. But we went there, nothing was really going on and then we went into the mausoleum part of the of the cemetery and immediately it smelled like death and we were doing a, a spirit box session and we were in contact with this person whose last name is mayo or something like that and there was like a little like crypt thing and i was like dude that's literally what it said and like we were speaking to this person on the spirit box this is during the night, uh, the daytime. And then we eventually came back at night. And it just seems like the whole vibe changed. And then you started getting pricks to the side of your stomach. You lift up your shirt and all you saw was these like bubbles start to form. Yeah. Um, Morgan, he like mumbled to himself for like, he <coughs> even said, he doesn't even remember. The fuck? He, he mumbled and went towards the uh, front of the mausoleum. Now, the mausoleum was like a rectangular prism. We're all the way at the back. He literally walks, mumbles, and goes to the front. And he doesn't remember that at all. That was also the first time Morgan and my mom um, both seen a shadow at the same time. Oh, and shit. me and him were literally just at yeah. the spot where they saw the shadow. And we like ran back up there. We were looking to see if there was you know, anybody that passed by that we didn't notice. Nobody. And then... Uh, we exit out the mausoleum like we weren't even done with the night. I for, I don't even know what time it was that night, but this is what really got us. We all heard me, mom, PJ, Morgan, Morgan. Yeah, we all heard this little girl's giggle. It, no, it was a scream, wasn't it? No, dude, it was a giggle, and we were all like, "Whoa!" Like we all jumped. But on the GoPro, it only came out with a very faint whistle. All it went, yeah. all it did was, and that was it. I literally had to go into the software at the time, try to enhance the volume just so our viewers can hear it. But since that point on, like we just knew, like we got to do this. Like this is something that yeah. like we really kind of wanted to do. And then, like I said, of course, you know that was 2017. So we did some investigations here and there. And then the Beller House last year, that's what really like kicked us to like really take this more seriously. Yeah, that for sure did. Definitely. That 
that's like that's a bucket list spot for me for sure like we're eventually gonna go there one day not exactly sure when but it's going to happen like every every friend that i've had go there watched a video there it's just non-stop craziness it seems like yeah basically man the, the beller house was nuts because even during um the interview the owner didn't um wasn't able to show up it was her husband and during the interview we were actually hearing tappings um happening we were like whoa and like i think you even asked him i was like did you hear it? he was like oh yeah nope. when we yeah he, he you put that uh in the intro yeah that was like the it was weird. It was it was completely silent. Nothing was happening. And then uh, the owner showed up. Yeah, the owner's husband. Yeah, yeah, he showed up. And in, what was it, like 10, 15 minutes him being there, we heard knocking from the other room. I thought it was one of the other guys trying to get my attention. No. Nobody was in there. No. Everybody was in the kitchen. And I was just kind of like, do you guys see that? And the owner's <laughs> husband, yeah, that happens all the time. And there's, there's even a time where um, we set up one of the dolls that, like, someone donated to the house. We yeah. set up the table. It was stable for, like, God knows how long. The whole night. <laughs> no, no, not the whole night, but, like, yeah. just, just the moment that we had it, it, it was just standing there. Next thing you know, yeah, it's a better. it all got by itself. And we're like, what? but here, here's the thing. It went like this. It went back a little bit, then fell. That's and so we weird. Put the doll back up. We tried stepping around the table. Nothing. Like literally, this doll was not moving. So right. someone moved this doll by itself. Yeah, um, like kind of like did the you're not supposed to touch it, poked it, and it fell off. Yeah. It's like uh, fuck. In the, in the I mean, <laughs> we we recently just had something like extremely similar to happen. If you if you have the Asher Walton house on. Facebook, you'll see that they posted a video of a water bottle that we had sitting on a table because we just drank it, you know. Yeah. And it was just sitting on the counter and it just goes whoop, just falls. It almost to me, it almost looks like it like kind of like bobbles a little yeah. bit and then it comes off the counter. It's really how, weird. How full was it? It was empty. It was empty. Mm. Uh, I was hot and fucking stagnant in that bitch. Yeah. And the where the counter is and where that was sitting, there's there's no airflow directly onto that cat like counter. Okay. So it wouldn't have been wind. And he told us that it had been sitting there for about an hour. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And we were in the room like next door next to it. Door. And we heard it and we came in and we didn't see the water bottle and even notice it because we left everything dark. Yeah. And we thought it was like like one of the cabinets. So we checked all the cabinets. They were all closed, but we we're like, the tapping of it sounded similar to what we had. And then we're sitting in there for like I fucking 10 minutes. It. And Trevor like moved his foot and he kicked the water bottle. And he's like, there's a water bottle on the ground. Like, <laughs> that wasn't fucking there before. Like, why would there be a water bottle on the ground? Why would I put a water bottle on the ground? That makes no sense. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, and then we just marked the time down what we thought it was, and, and like we got a text on the way home, and he goes, "Holy shit!" <laughs> wow, that's so like fuck yeah, that's awesome. Poltergeist activity is the coolest, definitely. <laughs> but a doll moving? No, I might have left. That's wild. 
that might be the one time that I get. I mean, me and Riley 100% did like see the Bell Witch's doll this weekend too. Oh, may, may not have touched it. Yeah, I may have. Yeah, I may have held it. I may have gave her a kiss. Yeah, we may have kissed Uh-oh. it. Uh-oh. <laughs> Dude, I would love to go there. I watched... Um, Definitely the- recommend it, man. It is hot, fucking man. awesome. I, I yeah. saw the Spirit Stalkers with uh, Binome Investigations collab on that. and yeah, I even watched a Paranormal Quest collab on yeah. that, but their video yeah. before they did it. And The place is really cool. We caught some really, really yeah. sweet-ass method stuff and like the S-Box that we had really, really caught a bunch of shit. Yeah, it's been working on the video tirelessly for the last couple of days and mm-hmm. the more i'm like going through all of the footage you know how it is like the so more much more see. happened than what you actually remember bro yeah. what yeah. did i tell you the other day <laughs> every fucking time bro, every time man <laughs> okay so oh my god i'm the editor for the channel okay and we were literally just talking about this so <laughs> so um I was talking about our final return to Dead Man's Hollow video, for okay. which um, yeah. the YouTuber Snap Reactor he reacted to that video um, just recently. But I, I was telling him, I was like, while I'm editing these videos, while we're there at the location, we feel like there's nothing going on, and like we're not getting much. But as soon as like we review the footage, there's like, holy crap! How do we miss this? Like we're actually getting yeah. evidence. And it's, you don't realize things until <laughs> after the fact. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, so- like you gotta start like reviewing footage while you're there. <laughs> you See, we were supposed to do that. We literally told ourselves before we started investigating that that's exactly no. what we were gonna do. We were gonna photo dump every hour onto our laptops and rewatch some stuff so we could kind of gauge the situation. And, like, no. and that's not what happened. We lost our goddamn minds. It was hot. <laughs> it's and so literally hot we were talking about this like the other day. We we're like, man, that was kind of like a slow investigation. And no, it wasn't. I literally <laughs> through the footage the past three days. No, and I go, bro, this was crazy. <laughs> we were literally just so dehydrated and sweaty that all of us were mad at each other and <laughs> didn't know anything was happening. Dude, if you guys ever get to do um the Ross house. Definitely do it. Um, Ross? R-O-S-S? Yeah, it's in uh, Bel Air, Ohio. Literally okay. right around the corner from the Bel Air house. Okay. We did uh, the Ross house and uh, the barn furniture store, which is right next door. We actually did that collaboration with Final Investigations. Oh, sick. And that place was so dry. And, like, our mouths were just so dry. Yeah. Like, yeah. We literally kept having to rehydrate, like, every hour. Yeah. So you you saying what you said? Poof, yeah. At one point, like, like Riley and Jenna were outside, and I was upstairs by myself doing TikTok live stuff, and I was like so hot and sweaty to the point to where I was like, I feel like I'm a puddle. I don't even care anymore. I'm just like melting through everything that's on here, and it was so clean and nice in there that I was like, Fuck! I'm gonna just make it so stained and gross. And we did the whole investigation barefoot. Oh yeah, barefoot. What? We were monkeys. <laughs> what? Because we, we walked in. There, it was a, it was almost like a running joke. So we were on our way there, and we go, "Do we take our shoes off? Like it's a mansion. 
It's a <laughs> so like ho- like our our like good friend now. Well, I wouldn't even. I mean, homie Keith walks in and we're like doing the, the little bit of the tour after we sign the paperwork and stuff, and we're like, so do we take our shoes off? And he goes, what? No, you don't <laughs> have to do that. And he was like, if you want to, I don't see why not. And I was like, okay. Make yourself at home, right? <laughs> like, and then literally, like, we end the tour, off. and me and Trevor's socks are off, like immediately. And oh. honestly, I'm so glad we did it that way because it literally made me ten degrees colder. It was great, but that place is also like immaculately clean. So yeah, they do an amazing, totally different job than like place. being in an abandoned place and like taking your shoes off. We were probably gonna step on glass or I don't know about that. <laughs> Yeah, I was like laying face down in the carpet because I was so hot at one point, and I was like, "This is like being at home. I could live in a haunted house like this." Until you start like floating up the wall. Basically, I mean, it was huge though. Like it had eight rooms. I mean, technically, it's more than eight rooms because closets are fucking. Yes, thank you, Ghost Bros. Ghost Bros. Yeah. Shout out to you guys. Yeah, hell yeah. Fuck yeah, these hats are sick. They're so good quality too. Literally been wearing it every day since I got it. Yeah, I did, and like even my daughter put it on, and she was like, "I love this hat." No, I was like, <laughs> yeah, dude, this hat's cool. That's how you know you made a good product. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's 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 solid hats too. So hell's yeah. So they're I mean, solid. like, out of all the investigations that you guys have done in the past and recently, what was your favorite one? Like, it could have been like, it didn't have to be like because yeah, of paranormal this, stuff. Just like the thing. favorite trip because of something, you know. Like, what what was something that stood out to you the most? We were literally just you first. Talking about I love that. <laughs> okay, I'll go first if you're thinking about it. So, <laughs> years ago, I I really we, we were talking about this. We we're like, what what location? I think we had a phrase differently, but no, what, this is for paranormal this time. Oh, is it paranormal? Yeah, it's okay. paranormal. Like, it can be like... It doesn't matter. Was, just like, like a favorite trip favorite because of a moment. Well, why don't we do both, I guess? Yeah, both. Right, yeah, knock them both out. I, uh, I really would like to go... I really wish I could because I liked it so much. Uh, the What was it? The the LGAR nursing home? LGAR nursing home, which is uh, Ladies Grand Army of the Republic. I think that's what it stands for. Right, right? It was this nursing home... Um, here locally that we explored years ago. Oh my god, it was amazing. Some idiotic kids back then, <laughs> yeah. We were definitely idiot kids back then, but yeah. it was such a great place. And like, we took like such a like really our first photography as a group was in that place, really. Oh, really, pretty much. And then it got demolished. And since then, we've we've been kind of like, man, that would have been great to do in a, a paranormal investigation at, because oh, it's like yeah. this old yeah, nursing that. home, and it's a brick building, and we're like, damn. Oh, there are definitely spirits up in there. <sighs> probably yeah. still is. What is it now? So uh, again, what is what, what is the site now? Field. They tore it down. Oh, it's oh, just it's, a field. It's going. Oh, dude, go investigate it. Go investigate it. Honestly. They're probably still there. Let's get the grounds. I always wondered that. That wouldn't be a bad idea. I always wondered that. But also, like, if what they're about if it, Stone Cave Fury. What's up? Just, uh, so. Uh, 
when I mentioned something, but I can't really describe it. <laughs> I hate when the words don't come to right to mind when you want them, and you're like, "Fuck!" Basically, like like the fabrics of the building and everything else, yep. like like how like limestone is a huge like conductor. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's kind of like the, the building was there for so long that it's basically part of the earth and part of the soil because it's made of rock. So like all of the like magnetic fields and stuff are going to run through the land and the building at the same time. They're not going to like stray away. So if there's energy that's bound to the building, when the building's gone, it's going to be bound to the land because the it, it, it basically confronts itself land. on the building. Yes. Yes. It, we're on the same page here. Exactly. I, I'm totally with you because I like the way I look at it is like, okay, so the Battle of Gettysburg, right? Since we're like Bam. basically around the anniversary of when it ended and everything, they there's buildings that are no longer there, right? Right. But people still see the soldiers. Yeah, the weird spots in the buildings. Like, the and name, those are uh, residual know. hauntings. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So like. If they were haunting the building, the most likely that they're still going to haunt the land as if the building was still there because they know no different. Right. Okay. Unless they're like a super intelligent haunting, I guess. Like some hauntings might have more intelligence to be able to like see things better than others, but. Right. You got to have the vision. Of course, the it's all theory. Life. We don't know, right? <laughs> what is ground? That's what makes it so fun. We don't know shit. <laughs> we don't know a goddamn fucking thing. I wish we did. But um with with me in terms of abandon my favorite place was this bowling alley that we did. Oh, dude, it's right down the road from here. That's right down the road from your house. Bowling alley? An abandoned bowling alley. That's sounds like fun. Alley that was used in the movie Kingpin which also featured Oh shit. Her. We inv we literally explored that place. It, it was abandoned in 2019, and honestly, I'm so pissed off at the amount of vandalism and destruction that has happened since the pandemic. And yeah. back in 2020, it was like you got your mom, you got your brother, your sister, your cousin, the mailman. Everybody, yeah. was, you know, exploring. Everybody wanted to be an urban explorer. There's nothing and else to do. Exactly. And they flooded. They monsooned this place. Oh, to no. I'm talking like the screens, like the bowling screens. That's all smashed. Um, the wall, the ceiling is coming down. Why? Why do people, people do that? People are it so destructive. No it's, it's so much worse. Like, even um, there's like a front desk where you like, you know, get your shoes and this yeah. and that. That's all graffitied over. Um, of course the lockers yeah. where you store your bowling balls and your shoes and everything else. Smash holes all throughout. There's glass everywhere, and I I saw a recent video of it, and um, honestly, I almost bawled my eyes out. You have to show me this video. I, I will, but it is my favorite location that we've ever done because I always want to do a bowling alley. Um, the, really, the next thing that we got to do is uh, like a actual um abandoned hospital. Yeah, we're in Pittsburgh. We don't really have. We've only really done one, and that was Brownsville. Right. Yeah, and that was collapsing on itself, and that's gone. <laughs> yeah, but that bowling alley was my favorite abandoned place. But in terms of haunted, I, I still don't know yet. It's neither. Oh, it it could be the Ross House, only because like just so much activity happened, and it's like everybody 
basically got affected no matter what everybody and like me i'm not sensitive to the paranormal i'm not like i'm not an empath or a psychic or any of that but there's this one time um for an addition towards this conversation because <laughs> i'm rambling of course um when uh, clayton and his crew came I think they were like there for like seven hours uh, and they didn't get anything apparently. And that was kind of the same for us even like the there, first there few hours. We didn't really, there was a couple of things, but we didn't really get anything. And so throughout the night, um, there was like one part of the night PJ was like, you know what? Let's do a seance. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and, and we're, we're in the first yeah. session section of our um investigation and there's this like one part of the furniture store where it's just all like tables and stuff and chairs and this is like all antiques and so we're sitting there we're doing a seance and i forgot who said what because i don't have to clip clayton does but um clayton was like yo there's something behind you and that was behind aj who was uh sitting at one of the chairs and Everybody kept hearing stuff. I didn't. I wasn't hearing anything. They were hearing like shuffling or footsteps or tappings or yeah, knockings there was, or there was whatever. At the bottom of the stairs. I didn't. And the REM pod was even going off on the stairs. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't hear anything. Okay. I looked towards the corner of the table or wherever. I just couldn't. Oh, shit. I literally couldn't. I Every time I would look in that direction. Well, this way, I guess, because this is mirrored. I, for not the first time on camera, but in a first time in a long while, I started tearing up. Damn. And it was all filmed. I, I, I started um, tearing up and I'm like, dude, I don't know what it is, but I can't look at this corner. And the effed up thing about that is that my mom and my aunt we're both getting weird vibes with this corner in the furniture store. And it's known as the Bonnie and Clyde corner because there's like a little cutout of Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. And my aunt literally starts like feeling like she couldn't breathe. Like she felt like something was choking her. What the hell? In that same exact room, my mom basically got attacked and she couldn't breathe at all. And she literally had to come downstairs to find them who were investigating. And yeah, we had to, we you literally had to extract my mom from the yeah. furniture store back into the Ross house. Like, it was just crazy all night. Like, after that point. Yeah, I've, I, I know that feeling because it happened to me when I was in Alaska investigating uh, an old funeral home it wasn't a funeral home anymore yeah. it was a different business but i was investigating where the um inf- incinerator the incinerator thank you the, where they threw the bodies into to cremate them it also heated the whole town by the way it's fucked up Ooh, wow yeah they used dead bodies to heat the town that, that reminds <laughs> me of um old sparky what town is that uh god what is it it was the eagle inn that was connected to this Palmer, Alaska. I had to Palmer, Alaska. Put, yeah, Palmer, Alaska. I had to put the 
locations all together in my head. But yeah, we gotta look this place up, dude. It's it's pretty great. So like, I I also stayed in uh, the hotel called the Eagle Inn, which is in the basement. It was the old like uh, town hall. Basically, this hotel was was like the center of the town, or you went to court and everything. If you got arrested, you went to where this hotel was, and then they brought you into the basement where the tunnels were, and then that's where they had all the cells. Yep. Oh, the jail. We're in this tunnel. And if you went all the way to the very end of the tunnel, you would have ended up where I was when I lost my breath, basically. That's the best way I could explain it. I was just asking questions and I just was like, I can't breathe. Like I can't catch my breath. Like I play hockey. I'm an athletic person. I shouldn't be losing my breath at all. Shouldn't at all. And I literally went outside and it just lifted off of me. That that reminds me of when we did Wrestling Cemetery, when we were in the mausoleum, I felt like I was being choked. Like, like we all felt like we weren't really welcomed just right. being in the mausoleum. And that was actually, I think, the first time where I actually was tearing up because I just felt like I was being choked. But also at the same time, I was toughing it out. Like I was like, dude, I'm not... I'm not leaving this building. Like I will literally, I, I'm stronger than this, you know? Yeah. So, and do y'all believe in demons? Let me, let me answer this real quick. Uh, I was not, I was with my dad and two family friends, three family friends, actually. Yes, sir. That I have up there in Alaska. What he's saying uh, is he don't Randy, let me alone. Yeah. <laughs> Randy, his wife, Bree, and uh, their dad, Roger. Father Roger, Roger Father. I have all those videos, but it's literally blackness because I didn't have any night vision camera with me. Uh, so it's a GoPro. And it's just this was before we had like really found our style of recording. Yeah, yeah. this was before I had any idea of what I was doing at all. <laughs> hey, hey, man, you guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you guys use for editing software? Like, honestly, this is going to sound so funny. We actually use Windows Movie Maker. I mean, whatever works. We use CapCut, so I mean, like, okay, <laughs> it's, it's it's just it's just we as pay bad for CapCut, yeah. yeah, and we pay for CapCut because we're pros at it. Oh yeah. shit! <laughs> but yeah, I we use um, Windows Movie Maker, and I just recently, um, because I was using ABS Video Editor for yeah. like um for like when I need to like zoom in on something or add like images or something like that or even like add like a clip over another clip with the audio still going i realized that i can do the same exact thing in windows movie maker all i have to do is video extract the audio from the video place it on the file and then whatever clip i want put it on that clip with the audio still running easy and that's that's like that just literally made so much time for me i bet one thing that we've started doing it's kind of like that like mastering our audio we'll literally so we'll extract the audio from CapCut and then we'll <laughs> yeah. throw it into audacity and do all everything that and we do for our podcast audio and then put it back onto the video and it sounds so much better than just the straight audio you want to know something cool what's up audacity was made in our city <laughs> really yeah really. yeah that's wild. I love Audacity. It's like 
such an easy program to learn and then it can do Dude. so much. It's crazy. It actually is like becoming one of the like easiest to use softwares for video editing, it seems, or at least beginner friendly. Yeah, CapCut's definitely beginner friendly. And heck, people use CapCut for um, TikToks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. But honestly, it works so much better than people really give it credit for. That's the crazy part. Yeah, Is eventually all the keyframing, all the put like the pushing in and the pushing out, like dynamic motion and everything. Like it's <laughs> there's a lot of AI capabilities with it too. It's wild how much it's grown. I remember when it used to be bullshit and didn't work very well. <laughs> also, um, to answer your question about if we believe in demons. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, you asked a question. Y'all believe in Satan? <laughs> uh, uh, I. I don't necessarily believe in demons mm. but what i do believe is that if someone was angry or malicious in real life we're gonna be like that during death we're teaching the young <laughs> it's like no, exactly and, is, and finally i get to talk about this on live this is what pisses me off is that and yes, I get it. It's all for views. It's all for clickbait. Whatever. Twin paranormal. The whole using <laughs> with, with using demons in the title and this and that. I I understand, but also at the same time, not everything in the paranormal is demons. No. Like just because something has something is angry at you, just because something has malicious intent, doesn't mean that it's a demon. And it might not also be with everybody either. You know, the same spirit might be rude towards you because he he don't like the shirt you're wearing. I don't know. (laughs) Prejudice was a real thing. Don't like the way you talk. Your smile. Yeah. Don't like your hair. I don't know. There's a lot. Has anything to do with demons? No. So I'm I'm on that same wavelength. So my girlfriend actually, actually, she put this very good terms. Demons could be real, but it's extremely rare for it to actually be like this long living entity that, you know, probably has legends about it because people have experienced it for so long. Right. right? And it's probably not going to enunciate itself as a demon to no, you or do no. anything to make you think that a demon is there. It's going to trick you until it gets you to do exactly what it wants. And yeah. then it's going to. Exactly. And wasn't, wasn't your uh, podcast, I think was spirit stalkers. I'm not sure where um, you were talking about like the electromagnetic Oh, the like scratches and stuff? Yes, yes. Yeah, so I'll say it again too. Like, so if a spirit wants to touch you and it wants to show you that it touched you and it doesn't know that you're going to feel it, but it can show you through physical, it might touch you. And then because if spirits are energy, that's literally how paranormal investigators mark if a ghost is around if that energy is so intense when it's released, it's going to leave like a burn mark on you. It's just like if you get burnt from an outlet or like put your hand over a flame, like those are both intense energy releases. It may be a fire. Yes, but it's still an energy release. 
So like it's going to like burn you or leave a scratch. Yeah, exactly. That's a very good point. Thank you. I never thought of it that way. (laughs) And when I heard that, I was like, wow, that, that is a good point. Right. It might like you can't just say I got scratched. It's three scratches as a demon. Like, no. What if it was just a little kid going, I need you to know I'm here. And then boom. Retaps. It's all the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or the three mark, like a marking of a trilogy, I think is what they call it. Or Trinidad. Trinidad, James. I mean, everyone's, you know, open to their their own interpretation of things. I'm not going to take that away from anyone, but me personally, I'm with you. I don't really think demons are real. Oh, and God. if they are, it's extremely, extremely rare. And it's more or less not actually a demon. It's some type of other entity that we don't know about, like Bigfoot. That segues. Do y'all believe in, <laughs> <laughs> y'all believe in cryptics and all the alien bullshit? Okay. Um, we can we can dissect this. Right, I, I believe I, in like Bigfoot and the cryptics, and then we'll go into the next <laughs> one after this. Yeah, I, I really don't. I Ooh, don't. Yes, but I have a story. Ooh, we like this stories. Happened last oh, yeah. this happened last year. I was with a group of former friends, and there's this place in Connellsville, Pennsylvania, where there's this like huge white cross, and supposedly that area is haunted i don't know i don't know any of the history about it but you know we're we're up there and everything else and there was nobody else up on this hill besides us yeah and we go back um on the path going down um the hill just like semi-wooded semi-not at the same time and they're looking at like they're talking about, like tiktoks and stuff and i'm sitting here i'm like are you with it. talking about like Wendigos or something? And they fucking flipped on me for like, dude, you can't say that. You don't say that. And literally, few seconds later, we hear knocking up at the cross. It was. It was like. It was like, like that. And we look and we're like, bro, there's no one there, and everybody's just freaking out. And I'm just kind of like, I'm not necessarily freaking out, but I'm trying to like, yo, like, guys, calm down. Like, you guys are freaking me out. But yeah, you the guys, heightened, the heightened bullshit's making me heightened. Exactly. And I'm like, voters, no one up there. We were just there. But after I said the word, some like stuff is happening. That's a good point. Uh, see that comment. Uh, who, who Spirits or entities that mock the Trinity, they could feed off a of fear to gain more energy, maybe? That's a good point. Those dweebs. Yeah, That's those dweebs. Point. Creepy confidential. Noelle's the shit. Noelle's awesome. If you never listened to her podcast, definitely check it out. Ooh. It definitely makes sense, though. That makes a lot of sense, too. Yeah. So do you think that the Catholic Church is full of bullshit? <laughs> Whoa! That's a- <laughs> God damn! Uh, that is so aggressive. You don't need to come at it like that. Uh, <laughs> I, 
I don't know what the fuck to say about that. I don't know what the question is. Okay, I got a better one. I love Have you Wait, ever I thought... answer it, though. You're gonna <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, oh, I, I do look like Christianity is a cult. But I, it I, is I a cult. Yeah. All uh, religion so, is a cult. Any yeah. mass group following of people is a cult. Literally. I'm just definition. saying, like, when there's pastors that make million dollar salaries and have private jets and they're untaxable yeah and then when you ask them why because god chose them to be that and yeah you know then it starts to make me wonder like when did religion become a business (laughs) i'm sorry when did it like i'm sure at some point it was meaning well but now there's a lot of business involved in it it, and i hate to think that it's funny because nowadays there's such a high percentage of people that are atheists or don't believe in God. Yeah. It's such it's such a high number. And the fucked up part is I do believe in God too. I do believe that there's a higher power that started everything, but the fact that people are like so quick to think that like wherever our every day is to be like so manipulated is like no yeah. I'm sorry, Will Capper that I believe it was something that way I larger than had was there's always a beginning to something there's always a start to something has to be chicken and eggs who created god what was before god what is beyond god other god god oh, three god. said that you got god one god two god three <laughs> that's the anunnaki <laughs> do you know about the anunnaki no <laughs> They're alien gods. It's basically like this theory that aliens came to Earth and, well, it was like a certain point of like uh, Neanderthal and caveman split that these aliens came to Earth and they taught the species of human how to farm, do political things, and build. They basically engineered them to be slaves for them is what it really like what it boiled down to and then we they were so many of the slaves that they revolted at one point but they still saw them as greater beings and this is why the technology boom happened so quickly is what they say how like these like pyramids and other things were built oops i smacked the shit out of my mic <laughs> backhanded the microphone Aliens really wanted to come here for to Earth. They would have to have the technology to go through space to break through all that time. And then once they get here, what do you think they're gonna think? You know? Right. Like, are they gonna think that like you know, we as a species, and including the animals here on Earth, you know, obviously you got the good people, but these are actual freaking animals. Yeah. They would probably think that we're barbaric. We are as fuck. We are we're so super barbaric. People do don't give us enough the... credit for how destructive and malicious and violent what? humans are. What is it good for? Absolutely everything. Like, <laughs> like literally everything. It's literally how humans have solved problems for thousands and thousands if not when does our economy make the most money wartime it's fucking stupid the the thing is about that is that if they have the technology to come here 
Why? What do they want? Resources. That would be my biggest. But, but yeah. what, necess- yeah. what necessarily resource, though? Wood? Right. Water. Almost, you could probably find every resource you were looking for somewhere in space. Exactly. Probably. But exactly, that's my point. Because there's water on other planets. Yeah, there's maybe not all. There's ours, but there's elements we've never even discovered. I'm sure. Exactly. Exactly. Isn't like we can go to the freaking sun and like grab a sample and study it. Like, (laughs) all right, y'all, y'all seen Halo or played the Halos? That's Morgan. At one point, I have. Yeah, that's the scenario that I I it wasn't Morgan. (laughs) I I picture a scenario where like one day it's just gonna be like this like crazy species is gonna just gonna invade us and it's gonna be a total war, and then we're gonna have to leave Independence Day, basically. (laughs) Maybe who knows? (laughs) I hope so. I hope the zombie apocalypse happens too, though. God damn! I smacked the shit out of this again. You know that there's an there's an actual like protocol or something just in case that does happen mm-hmm. oh yeah there's also a person like an actual thing there's also somebody. a person in charge of like being the person to speak to aliens first what i forget what it is. yeah there's a designation for it and it's fucking amazing and they have like a succession line too i wish it's like can i can uh, i please be him i want to be him <laughs> talk to me <laughs> Because I'd be I'm, like, bro, dat me up first things first. Whatever physical <laughs> arm, hand thing you got, dat me up. Like three Thanks. fingers. <laughs> and, oh, no, what happens in the, the, what was it? One of the Scream movies. Where you're like, Oh, no, the scary movie. Scary movie where they pee out of their finger. Yeah. Where you're just, oh, yeah. <laughs> we say hello by kicking you in the balls. Yeah. <laughs> like, Goodbye. I don't remember. <laughs> Oh my gosh, what a great scene that was. The movies are fucking amazing. I love it. I fucking love it. Okay, so with all that being said, with all the disclosure and everything that's been happening recently, do you do you guys believe that aliens may have crash landed here on Earth before or that they are monitoring us or anything close to what we believe is actually happening? Apparently I have fruit flies in my house. Yeah, we go from abandoned to paranormal to alien. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Bro, we jump heavy and hard over here. Plus, I had been smacking the dab pen way too hard before this. Uh, I don't know. I've never really given it any thought, uh, yeah, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Like, did you guys see the video of the Las Vegas alien? Where homies were hiding between the tractors and they crash landed after the meteor fell on this guy with his in Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Devil's Hour? If you didn't know, Devil's Hour will be live with us on Saturday at 8 p.m. So make sure to come back here on Saturday. We had his beautiful fiance on our show previously. Did pay attention to was um the Phoenix Lights. What the fuck are you showing? Oh, Phoenix Lights is sick. I did. I think did we do an episode on the Phoenix Lights? Yeah, we did. That's like one of the main things that I focused on, like back then when like that documentary came out, and um the whole entire Art Bell Area Fifty One Franticolor thing from back in the day. Yeah, where. The, the person who called ended up calling back to the show like years later saying that oh, yeah. Yeah, 
taking it as it was a hoax. But also no, at the same not. time, was he just told to say that or what? You know. So what's super funny about that is actually there's two things. I'll say the first thing was me and Riley live super close to where in re- in a recent episode of Unexplained or uh, no what yeah Unexplained Unsolved Mysteries Unsolved Mysteries um there were lights over Grand Haven here in Michigan and multiple counties saw it the radar person here saw it and he basically tracked it all the way down down to Chicago the basically Chicago yeah and a ton of people called in and there's a ton of evidence of people seeing these like unexplained lights like zipping around over the coastline here and really it was it was basically the same thing as like those like you know the phoenix lights is what almost but i wouldn't say it was that same scale it was a lot smaller what they saw here but it was super interesting because me and Riley have also seen some fucking crazy shit on the coastline here while we and him were together to where I think we were one. We saw something very similar. We saw a triangular shaped craft. And yeah. It was like literally above us and a light came through the trees and like illuminated Trevor. I was sitting right next to him when it happened. I said, it wanted to abduct. Bro, me. you're literally like lit up right now. You it know, was super weird. Lit. And, and like, we no. were like, we were like, if it was a helicopter, you would hear the rotor wash. Yeah. No sound whatsoever. It was completely silent. And then all of a sudden, as, as, as soon it was, as we saw the light and it was there, it was like, bam, it was just, it was gone. The light was gone. Like me and him both were kind of just like, the fuck just happened. <laughs> drone with the spotlight. Oh, what does that remind me of? That reminds me of something. And I also remember it being one of those dead silent type moments to where, like, yeah, really, like a bug doesn't even make a noise. You just got quiet. Yeah. Like, where we were is literally on top of a hill overlooking a bayou because my parents live on the water. And we were just sitting back on the like hill edge, chilling in the little chill spot that we had there. And it literally went from the woods being alive and the, the water being alive to completely nothing. Do you know it's almost say? like your like fucking warp engine decided to like stop time everywhere around everything but you. It was crazy. It's like a weird phenomenon of like dead silence where everything just goes. Have you ever seen um a blackbird plane? Well, wait fly before over? you get on that. Uh, they they say the reason uh the woods and like the reasons nature goes quiet is because there's a predator lurking. You know, that's that makes sense. All know in hunting. Anytime, yeah, nope anytime is right. sure oh, yeah. crickets and everything go silent because there's a predator. I didn't know about this. You didn't know that? No. Yeah. The, oh. They do the same, like all the animals do the same thing in like uh, the Amazon. Mm-hmm. Like if a tiger comes through, they'll all just be quiet until it gets to a point where the woods need to be alerted that y- wow. you need to get out. Because like they want to take every second they have to get every little bit of water or whatever they're eating until they finally just like bolt it. Jeez. I mean, it's survival for them, right? Like they're about to burn off everything they just took in. You might as well get every last bite that you can yeah. before it's too late. It's spooky. <laughs> <laughs> like that sounds terrifying to me. Dude, I can't even imagine being in the Amazon or some shit and it's loud as hell. And then everything just goes quiet. Yeah, that means fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Well, yeah. Have you ever I had mean, like that phenomenon, like investigating at all? 
I can't say that we have. Uh, no, but it's funny because the owner of the Ross house was telling us about, like, because... Lake Michigan and the rivers are spooky. I'm just so going to say that much. The Ross house is right... Next well, to, there's a highway. Yeah, there. There's a highway there, and you hear the cars all throughout. And she was saying about, like, there's moments where it's just silent, where you hear nothing around you. Not that that has any relation, but it just triggered that memory. Sorry. Yeah. Like, I, I believe it's like a crazy phenomenon that happens where everything just kind of like freezes because of some type of energy shift or something. Like, it makes sense if there was aliens, everything would go quiet. Like, because obviously they're probably using an insane amount of energy. Yeah. What's like one of the craziest like captures you have? Is it like a voice? Or do you catch a shadow figure or maybe a photo that's just like, we can't explain this? I I posted this on Twitter just the other day. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've never once yet captured an EVP. We only have like really? three or four. We, we've never captured an EVP. And this really makes me wonder. And I'm literally on research for what is the best EVP recorder that we can have affordable or three, four thousand dollars like the Panasonic DR60. No. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no. Now we're getting that. I seen them on eBay so for 2600 bucks. It's uh, like get out of here. That's for something no. that's like 40 years old, bro. I know no Spirit Talkers, they use the uh Sony ICD ST25. Or the Sony Saint, and yeah. from what I've seen, like that definitely does produce some good ass results. But it's so funny because I bought a similar Sony recorder, possibly within like the same like year era, whatever. So far, nothing. See, the one we have is a Sony BI10 or something like that, and we've caught a couple voices on it. Then we have another Sony one. It's just like the if you type in Sony recorder, it's probably the first one that shows up. Honestly, I don't even know what it's called. Um, I bought mine at Walmart. But then we also have I can get the recorder. High tech studio mics, like recorders. Oh, yeah. We've never caught anything on those. That's up to you. You want to go get it? Go get it. We've <laughs> also never caught anything on our REM pod. Yeah, oh, yeah. that has never gone on. That is great. <laughs> If you do catch something on your REM pod, it's uh, it's kind of scary because <laughs> like, you never get anything on the REM pod, and then you go to a location like the Ross house we were just talking about when the REM pod was going off, and apparently at the Bel Air house, you guys it did go off, but you guys didn't really realize when so you were looking over footage. Uh, no, it got, it went off at the very end of the night when we said goodbye, the and pod. we weren't filming. Yeah. Yeah, we weren't right. even filming. Yeah, when the basically when the REM pod goes off, that's when. Wait, that's when no, real. no, 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 no. The most compelling thing that we've ever gotten that at least I can think of right off the bat. So, sorry, <laughs> we we are so we're in the attic of the Beller House, and yeah. um, my uncle, he's doing like a little solo in the attic for like a split second because I have to run downstairs to get something. And he, I don't think he knew, but the GoPro was filming him. And he was doing a spare box session. <laughs> and 
he like <laughs> you like a burn victim. He moved his foot and stomped on the ground, and he was like, "Huh?" Acting like at like acting like he didn't know that he just did what he did, despite the fact that you know he possibly has ADHD, whatever. He did that, and he was like, "Devon, like, no, it's not me. I'm downstairs." What trying to like fake content? Is it? Not saying that. Who knows? I don't know. And literally, I came upstairs, and he was like, "Dude, there was a thump." There's a voice on the spirit box that literally came in and said, I didn't do it. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me this. I was <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's oh, wild. Man. That's wild. That was insane capture to just you hear that. Whether, I mean, it's not technically EVP. I don't know what you call. I consider it EVP. It's the same thing as like a voice. It's all the same. Yeah. Like, and that was a definite class A. F that yeah. class S. S <laughs> class uh, <laughs> But um here's the here's one of the recorders that we have right here. Yeah, that looks just like the one I have. It might even be the same one. This is the uh, ICD B16. Okay, I have the B10. And this one right here. Now this recorder, while we were at the Beller House and um even Snyder Cemetery recently. Um while we've been investigating, and I've done like test recordings on this device, there's sometimes where there's just these weird audio interferences. Yeah. Like, it's not I like this device that. is broken. It's just like while we're investigating, just something happens to just like just these weird audio interferences. This one is the ICD BX700. That's what this one is. And um, we were using this one first before eventually getting this one, but these are the two main voice recorders that we use when we investigate, but just so far besides the random, um, audio interferences, we haven't captured anything yet. Yeah. Do you have pretty good luck with the spirit boxes? It depends on the location. It, yeah, it definitely does depend on the location. Most of the time, yes, but there's sometimes where like it's dead silent. Where we get oh. what about like the, the Estes method? Have you tried that? <laughs> the sweaty okay. pit method. You gotta talk about that. Method. <laughs> you call it. I call it it's the, the it's the sweaty pit method. <laughs> I like it. Oh, it's a slippery pit method. Okay, so <laughs> I'm sitting here in my bedroom and I'm like, you know what? Let me do something that's like a signature for us. And we tested it at Snyder Cemetery, which is actually our first hour-long video in a while. Hell yeah. And um, it's um, our most recent investigation uh, before the Ross House stuff. And I decided, why not use the aux cords in the split um, splitter, the headphone splitter, Connect two spirit boxes together. One going, one sweeping forward, one sweeping backwards. Put them on the same station and see what happens. Oh, now that's interesting as shit. That's really cool. What I will say though is that I want to do it with two S uh, PSP sevens. I did it with the PSP seven and the S box. Yeah. And this is going to be controversial as hell because I've seen one live stream. I think it was on Ghost Bros, maybe. 
or uh, he was, he was either on Ghost Bros or Tommy Tombstone. Where oh, Tommy, next week's guest, <laughs> cool dude. Where um, they were talking about how like the S box isn't really all that good to them, and they don't really like it. And no, I think it was. Tommy. <laughs> but what was weird was that while doing <laughs> that method. I was getting more responses off of the S-Box than the PSP7. Yeah. And, like, these were, like, voices being clear. But it was so weird because we started, I think, at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning or before that at Snyder. Did the regular Spirit Box, did a regular um, SS method. Wasn't really getting anything. Especially the open Spirit Box session. No Estes. We weren't getting anything. Then we did the dual um, Spirit Box method. Left and right, left and right. Yeah, it was telling us it said to go uphill, and it was it said like southwest, and southwest was uphill. No, oh, no, shit. no, no, wrong location. Oh, that's Plymouth Road. Yep, okay, <laughs> no, <Did> that happened. <laughs> we were getting death threats from the spirit box. What? And it was like, it was so weird. Like we were getting like beat. No. Yeah, we were like be killed. Like there was a voice that said be killed, and there was like um Snyder, like I heard Snyder off of the spirit boxes. And there was just like all these compelling responses that I was hearing, and I was like, what is going on? Right. I was like, did we like somehow unlock something? (laughs) Like one thing with the S-Box, I don't think a lot of people actually know or know about is you can put a memory card in this thing. Yep. press record and literally record everything that's on it's there. It's the best. And so I'm doing that right now for our Asher Walton video. And during the Estes method, it literally changed like the video completely, honestly, because it's silent, silent, silent. And then as soon as the voice happens and Trevor or I say what we hear, you get to hear it through the S-Box too. And it just wait, wait, validates wait, 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 it even more. You get to hear your own voice? Yeah, so you, you get Play you get the to hear the S-Box, too. So, like, it's it's playing the video audio, right? And you can't hear the, the S-Box. Yeah. And then as soon as the voice comes in, you you have to time the audio. It's kind of a pain in the ass, but... It really t- is, though. It takes some time to learn how to do that stuff. But you can see the voice on the, like, actual wavelength. Wave well. So you can see the change. And then you just kind of cut that out and then remove the, the filler effect. And it's like it changes the whole Estes that, method, honestly. That's that's the thing with us. Um, we were doing the Estes methods at the Ross House in the furniture store, and we were hooking the spirit box to an audio recorder. Same thing how uh, Paranormal Quest does it. And one fatal mistake, whether it's my laziness or not, probably your laziness. I don't <laughs> think it really is. What we what I should have told everybody to do, because we were literally kind of in a rush. Um, because I, I wanted everybody to start reco- uh investigating at around like seven. Yeah. We didn't end up investigating until nine because we were sitting in like a very like long interview. But um I should have told everybody, I was like, make sure like uh in the in the filming. Say like what recording that you're starting on the recorder, so I can piece the spirit box recordings with the recording, with you know you know what I mean, just so I can be able to sync everything up. It's so hard to do that with me not knowing where yeah. 
the only reason I was able to sync up these audios is because I literally Trevor had started the method and I was recording and I on the recording, I reach in and turn the, the saving device on. So I was like, okay, boom, I hear the click. I grabbed the first file and just drug it. And I was like, it has to be lined up. There's no way it's not lined up right now. I literally hear the click and then the spirit box session starts. Yeah. (laughs) I'm honestly upset with my own self about that. Yeah. We know for next time though. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, that's why we love doing this too. Like talking to everyone. We learn something new. We learn so much. And then we also get to like, Hey, we found us. This has been working for us. Like, should give it a shot right because like we're really big on hard files of everything so we want hard files of the audio we want hard files of the video hard files of the picture and then we can just like match everything up right like i'm sure you guys probably do multiple camera angles too so like you gotta line everything up every little bit of audio and And when Oh, it's so freaking mystic even. That, that is the, it. This the new thing going into this whole entire Ross House video is that I mean, yeah, we kind of did with the Beller House, but this time, like this is more like, okay, we've know what we've done in the past. Now it's like we have a whole brand new editing style. Everything's all new. We got camera angles. Like we literally had people in different rooms all around the property. So literally, it's like we synced up the time. I, I literally asked everybody to send me their footage. Tell me what time that footage was filmed. So I can do like, okay, this is filmed at 9-11. Random time. Don't ask. <laughs> Don't ask. Don't ask. <laughs> it's almost like 9-11 right now. Too. This it's is filmed. <laughs> oh, it's 9-13. <laughs> this, is, this is filmed here. This is filmed there. So I can literally piece and just go back to each footage. And put it all in chronolog, well, semi chronological order, and that's like what's brand new for our editing, as well as while we were doing the interviews. Maybe go hit the bathroom. I'll be right back. All right. While we were doing the interviews, I literally had oh, one camera. Out, okay. <laughs> one camera on who we were interviewing, and then one camera on me, and I was just going back and forth between the uh, camera footages, and that's something that we've never done before. But now it's like, this is what I want to do. Once you see it visually, it's like, oh, why it's were so we nice. not doing this? It's yeah, so exactly. much better. Exactly. Like it, keeps, it keeps your eyes so much more like engaged on the video when it's just cut and cut, cut, cut. Exactly. I and really do, dude, though. That's why. This is why I love Spare Stalker's videos. Their videos are so great. And, uh, they the are. Shout video, out Jake and Noah. The, the first video I saw of them was um, Fairfield Infirmary. And this is like before I even knew they even were. And um, like, this is like when I saw the video, I was like, whoa, Steve from Haunted Nights. And like, I recognize like all these people that I, I knew of. But when I was watching that video, I was like, cut, 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 cut. And I will admit, some of their cuts are super freaking quick. And I'm like, maybe that wasn't necessarily needed. But also at the same time, it's so damn good. It's so good. Yeah. And I always give praise to them. And I'm like, dude, like, this is great. And yeah. I even took inspiration from that in my recent ghost hunting videos. And I'm like, all right, this is what I have to do is cut out all the filler. And let's like get pretty much straight to the point, you know? And That's what I- we had a problem with. We were like, that was really funny. 
but it had nothing to fucking do with anything. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And we're probably the only ones that don't think it's funny. So it's like, <laughs> but it's like watching other people's footages makes you really look back at your own yeah, footage, and you're like, okay, this is what we need to do more of. This is what we need to do less of. Maybe we I, have to do this. Do that. I see everyone starting the copy yeah. project fear really soon here because their videos yeah. are like crazy good, man. Like it's crazy. Obviously, like Dakota knows it's what very he's doing, but like they're invest the way they investigate. Like it's like almost like cutting edge. I feel like it's weird to say that, but it's yeah. like they have some cutting edge stuff. The challenging and everything is like I like that. I mean that's. Pretty much the same thing that spirit stalkers do, though. Yep. But spirit stalkers at least do their own spin on it. Right. Right. And that, they they like, have their own thing. Yeah, I think everyone needs to find their like little the thing niche. that they do that separates them and makes the their niche. channel right. You know, I mean, they both different. they both are doing the whole like filming yourself, filming you type of thing, like at the right. very end of their videos. But even then, it's like. They have their own thing going on. That's what makes them unique from everybody else. And that's, yeah. what, that's what me and Trevor had a big problem with when we were first starting filming. We thought it was yeah, like, like taboo to have someone else in the video filming the video, like from another angle. We thought that was taboo to have like multiple cameras in a frame. We were like, oh, yeah, who wants to watch someone hold the camera? But then you see literally Project Fear has got 200,000 subs and they're <laughs> doing it the entire episode. So every was, single oh. person has a camera. Every single person. Oh. Yeah. That's also what I like. And that's why I'm like, when we were at the Beller house, I was so pissed off with everybody because yeah, I was like, I'm like, you guys need to film. Like everybody should be filming because you don't know what could happen. We could miss something. No, yeah. I'm like, you guys need to film like 24-7 pretty, pretty Yeah, much. we always say film everything and then delete it later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was like uh where what place were we at? Um at TNT factory. I mean to take down that video or something. Yeah. Yeah, we we, we should have been filming the whole time and uh are we talking about this on live? What you want to talk about this on live? Are we allowed to? What? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Basically we, we should have been filming the whole time at this location, but uh we're going down this quad trail and uh, <laughs> my one car <laughs> we were taking down my quadro. We started getting stuck, and we weren't. Unfortunately, we weren't filming. But I ended up <laughs> ripping the front bumper off. Oh, and oh no! Okay, and yeah. it would it would have been amazing to watch because I'm just sitting there in the driver's seat. We would throw the car in reverse, and I see the front bumper go. <laughs> Where's my bumper going? <laughs> it's gone. That's amazing. Yeah. I love yeah. that though. See, that's the that, those are the stories too that I live for, where it's like. I mean, me and Riley, like 100%, we had Poopgate 2023 happen. <laughs> we went to the Asher Walton house. <laughs> I swear to God, somebody wanted somebody to shit their pants over that weekend. <laughs> we went to three places and it either didn't have a bathroom or it was flooded. Yeah, it was like somebody decided oh. to stuff it with toilet paper and then it was just it was well, it was so funny. We had like three hours in between of like us getting there and when we were could like actually check in and we couldn't. I don't think Indiana there was in Atlanta, Indiana is so tiny. They don't have a gas station. They don't have nope. nothing in oh. that town. So the closest gas station was like 
literally a seven minute drive. So we drove all the way there and there was no what? pooping happening there. Oh, <laughs> they didn't believe in um roadside bathrooms um or nothing. All they believed in was roadside motels. That was it. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so any more um, paranormal questions? Yeah. So <laughs> what do you have coming up that you're looking forward to? If you can, if you want to talk about it, I know some people like to keep that stuff a secret. Look at you looking at me. <laughs> okay. So once everything gets finalized, because um, I guess I'll say this on live. Um, so Bynum Investigations have been having issues with their point of view of the Ross House video that we filmed. Yeah. And every time they tried uploading to YouTube, it's just not uploading for some reason. And even while we were filming, we all thought like something didn't want us to film. Something didn't want us to be there. And something was preventing us. My mom was trying to film on her phone and her, her storage is completely fine. Everything's right. all great. But she would press record. And this even happened during the interview. Like when you look at my footage during the first interview that we had, you can even see like the camera is not going, it's not filming, it's not recording. Um, it's just like weird. something that's going to be filmed, and it was weird. And Clayton and Vim are having like the same exact problem. They're thinking that same exact thing that like someone doesn't want this footage to be uploaded, like this and that. And um, Beja, like we just had to keep delaying the upload week by week. It was supposed to be uploaded, I think. June 18th, maybe? It's, it's like we just kept having to delay because everybody's just been having problems with the footage. Um, Interesting. But it, that, that's our next paranormal video coming out. But in terms of like our next investigation, between now and November, we don't know exactly. We're yeah. We're That's where we're at right now. Like, I'll, I'll even tell everyone, like, what I was telling you through Twitter DMs is, like, I've been emailing local places to try Hardcore. to get So if they end up watching this, we want to investigate Please. your location <laughs> with all of our heart. <laughs> all right. Speaking but, of locations, but, what but, would your guys' favorite on, location be? Hold on, hold on. Hold oh, on. shit. We got, I'm going too fast. But what I will announce in November, among the unknown, we will be investigating the haunted Hensdale House oh, or Hollywood sure. Sanitarium. Nice. That's and... no, I'll save that. I'll save. It. I'll save. It. Yeah, those save are two bit. like dream locations for sure. Uh-huh. For sure. So, speaking of those two dream locations. What I think this is what Trevor was trying to ask because he already asked yeah, the other so, question earlier. <laughs> this is what, what is your dream location? So mine is Pulvaglia Island. His is a touchy subject. I want to even go to Auschwitz or Chernobyl because they Auschwitz. Chernobyl definitely, but my dream location to investigate is honestly. The Conjuring House is up there. Um, the infield Poltergeist House in England. 
or UK, whatever that's Ooh. up there. Um, Waverly Hill Sanitarium or Torium, that's up there. Sanitarium. That would be sick. Uh, it, it's between them. It's between them. Right. Um, we are hoping, not confirming, but I will announce this. We are hoping to um, investigate Gettysburg next year. Hell yeah. Oh, gosh, we need to add that to our upcoming ideas. I think what me and him are going to do is we're going to start literally a project board and we're literally going yeah. to go, this is where we're going. This is where we're going. This is where we're going. Save your money. One place that I do want to investigate is um, the old Harriman Hospital in Tennessee. Oh, yeah. I heard, heard oh, about that place. What, what was that one? Oh, you're not going to remember. But the I one with Spare Stoppers and Paranormal Quest? No. No, there was one at the picture. It had this really long wall. It was almost like a corridor just on the outside. Like, you're coming in the front entrance, and the way you were looking at it on the right, there was a really long... It, I, 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 I mean, I know I showed you Fairfield County Infirmary in Madison. Maybe, maybe it was Fairfield, I'm thinking of. Maybe. Maybe that's what it was. But, but that, that hospital yeah. is something that I desperately really want to investigate. Hospitals Some, are fun. But do you, do you have a dream location do you want to investigate some kind of hospital or sanatorium i really don't have any any like Eloise. i i'm honestly something spooky scary both him <laughs> and morgan of our crew i'm kind of teaching them more the ropes of everything paranormal and like what locations are what everybody kind of understands the equipment at least but like right. one's really into this deeply as i am in terms of like I know what this location is. I know what that location is. I know who this person, that person, this and that, you know. So I'm kind of like getting them into it. Right. I totally understand that. Like, I have literally been a paranormal enthusiast since I was a child. And I have oh, all of these places engraved in my brain. And it's just like from years of, you know, watching Ghost Hunters, Ghost Adventures, any other show, Paranormal Files, like that was. I had it? sex with a ghost no, once. Uh, was it? <laughs> Paranormal. Paranormal Files is great, but uh, gosh, Paranormal State. I don't Paranormal know if you State, that yeah, that show was crazy. Yeah, Destination Fear. That was that was started here, pretty much. Yeah, um, Paranormal State. I missed that show. That was a great show. I don't even remember what that guy's name was, but that show was crazy. And they had like a Chip Coffee on there. Yep, Chip Coffee. Chip yeah. Coffee, who I think is like one of the most like legit psychics there is. What's your? This is probably gonna be controversial, but you already asked us about the whole Catholic. I love <laughs> What's your opinion on? Um, let's see, uh, Patty Negri. Ooh, that's is like she the medium? I, I really, yeah, the median. She's about to be on Ghost Adventures, the new episode tonight, I believe. Um, I I want to believe that she is a real psychic. I really do. But she is also involved in a lot of TV stuff. So I think she's also open to being influenced by money. Okay. So my, my take on that is definitely like you can, if you're, if you look at it from a standpoint of like, if you're in a crowd of people and you're like, somebody's father just died, you can deduct just by like, reasonable doubt and going through like questions that are very generalized to how do I want to say it 
aimed to crowds of people to narrow down certain people. Dude, this reminds me of the South Park episode. It basically is. And like, because it, it's true, because it's 100% like a fact, definitely, that like it's it's realistic that some people may actually be in tune with the spiritual side and may not be liars about it, but some of the people are definitely fucking completely crazy and fucking eat, like manipulative as shit and make good money off of it. So it's it's like, to me, if you can prove it by like, I I'll go somewhere with you where we've never been. You'd spit off some history that there's no way you know it, right? And it's correct and it's like accurate as fuck. Yeah, I believe you. But other than that, I'm like. <laughs> I don't want to be mean about it, but like it's just so hard to say. Yeah, I I would honestly love to investigate more with psychic mediums and like right, just just see what's it. Yeah, because I'm not saying they're not real. I'm not saying that we at all. we did get to investigate with a psychic medium once. Uh, I forget what show he was on, but he was on the Travel Channel, um, and he investigated us. He was with uh, Ghost Hunts USA. Yeah, and he basically said at the beginning that he wasn't going to fully open up during that night because he did the prior night and it was just way too exhausting for him. Like he couldn't even make it through the whole night, which makes sense because if you're allowing other energies to affect you, like who knows what could happen. Plus, that's a lot of um, energy drainage. And there was fucking three hundred people. Yeah, and he did (laughs) open up a little bit about some stuff. But at the same time, it's like, come on, you're telling me all the history of this beforehand. So, like, I don't, you already know everything about this place. Like, I don't know how much I believe it tonight. You know, if I was bringing in someone that was completely blind to the location, like maybe it was blindfolded there. And then during the investigation, they're still blindfolded and they say something related to the place. Then I'm going to be like, okay, that's little, little different. Right. Yeah, but I think we all I think we all have the capabilities to be empathic. You just have to really open yourself up and allow the spirits to use you as a conduit. Yeah, that's like, the best way to what my it. mom believes about um about me. It's, it's totally possible, man. You totally could be way like I think Trevor's way more empathic than he leads himself out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Especially <laughs> what happened at Ash. Uh, Asher Walton, the Asher. Yeah, it was pretty weird. Not going to dive in too many details of that because you'll see it when we release the video. But, but they like, wanted to things were happening to where it was only Trevor, basically, that they wanted to talk to. It was on our TikTok live too. Like they barely wanted to talk to me at one point in the night, and then they but it sounded like a goddamn like shitstorm of people yelling at me all night. I I believe that. And this is based off of what I said earlier in the stream about um how like there's times where like we explore something and he's like, Yeah, I'm getting a weird vibe about this place, and then something happens immediately. I I believe that for some fucking reason he has some sort of gift. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> somehow. But um there's even times where we go to locations and we're doing like the spirit walks and I'll I'll be uh the one with the headphones in. I won't yep. hear it. You won't hear nothing. a thing off of the SS method. Yep. But then, like, just recently, you started hearing, like, a lot. That's when we started using the sweaty pit method. 
Sweaty pits. <laughs> what, do you, what do you call it? The slimy... The slippery pit. Okay, so we call it the slippery pit method because it was thought of in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but it was performed in Slippery Rock, Rock Pennsylvania. So I combined the two games and, and formed Slippery Pit. Okay. That's, yeah, that's, that's cool. That's Super cool. But um, it, it, it's funny that you say that because it's when we were at the Ross house, Clayton and my mom, they basically have some sort of like psychic abilities. And it, it was so weird because it's like whatever entity or whatever was there, it didn't want them to be together, like in the same room. It wanted them to be separated. And like everything was trying to like like latch on to whoever tried to attack, try to make their presence known to whoever, and it was mainly like they were the targets, and we were yeah. just there. there. <laughs> yep. And it was all night, pretty much, at least from my perspective, that like they were just the targets to whatever. Um, I mean, crap. Even in the trailer. On uh, Clayton's channel, he was like, I haven't been a, really affected like that before or in a long time. And holy thunder. <laughs> that was thunder? That's awesome. I heard it too. Yeah. And there is a time where we're just walking around the furniture store. We're still technically doing our interview, but we're doing the walkthrough. Clayton, out of nowhere, just dips. He disappears. He goes all the way downstairs. He, like Someone mentioned basement. Immediately, I'm like, "Where did this dude go?" And he's like going downstairs. He's like, "Yeah, no, no, no. There's, there's the something balls on this man. I, I don't want to go down there." And I, like, I find him, and I'm like, "Bro, like something is going on." Like, one, and this is at the same exact time, the same exact moment. He gets drawn to the basement. There's this chair in the furniture store with, I think, like a white coat on it. And my mom was like, nope, 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 nope. Like, something <laughs> nope. this chair or the jacket or something here at that same exact time. I, I don't know. That's, that's, that's weird. weird. At the same time. That makes you wonder, are coincidence real or is it paranormal? And I always like to say it's paranormal. <laughs> I, But that's what... That's what I mean. It's like I really We're skeptics at heart though for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, we we I are feel like you have to be. We are too. Um but but that's why I like I really want to investigate with more psychic mediums and really right. like see. But also at the same time we are skeptics. But we're doing this to make ourselves believe even more. Like we do believe, but we're also with a skeptic I, I think, mindset going into it. I yeah, guess. I think that's the best way to be because you can't just be looking at everything like it's paranormal. Yeah, no, you, no. you have to be a skeptic to some point, you know. But I'm not, I'm not sitting here like... Um, I, I want to bring up an example, but it'll throw us off track again. Um, Go for it. We are a train okay. that never has rails. <laughs> so, like, I, I remember seeing this video about a bunch of like flat Earth conspiracy theorists. <laughs> they're like, if we if we look at this uh, camera, this light through a hole, through another hole, fifteen feet away from this other light, we won't be able to see it. But if we lift the camera up so the holes are in line with the curvature of the Earth, we can see the light. You know, it's flat. Uh, like, it's not working. You know, and then and they raise it up. 
to where they can see the light, which proves that the Earth is round, and they're just kind of like dumbfounded. <laughs> we're not blindly. Um, we're not blind. We're not blindly going into an investigation. Like if there's no. something yeah. that like we're like, okay, this needs to be explained like right here, right now. Right. We go out of our way to do it to try to debunk it. And oh, yeah. that's, that's the thing. It's like we need more. Okay, this is this is gonna sound weird. I guess we need more debunking and proving that what we just captured isn't exactly paranormal. Rather than going, that's paranormal. I I have a prime example of that because I know Dweebs is in the the chat. We need to do the steps into knowing, like, okay, maybe this was that, maybe this was this. Let's not go like full. Yeah. Oh, the Dweebs know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So I know what you're gonna say too. Ash Walton, just because it's the most recent thing we did, and it literally makes sense to what we're talking about right now. Uh-huh. We were live on TikTok. There's a video. You've seen the Paranormal Quest video on the Ash Walton house. The music box thing, how it started and stopped on its own, yep. Yep. literally happened to us, but we didn't know it happened. So we had turned it on, and it was going for a while, and it stopped, and we kind of just let it be stopped for a while, and we were continuing on with the Essie's method. And I picked it up because Trevor sat down and he was the music box was in the way of the shot for the TikTok live. And I picked the music box up and it started playing the moment I picked it up. And I just moved it underneath the little like shelf that it was on. Yep. And it continued to play. And then right as it's about to finish, Trevor goes, It's done. And then it stopped. The fuck? It was wild. I had I no mean- idea. I see. And the, the reason I'm bringing this up is because the next day in the morning, we were like, we have to debunk this. Like, we can't leave and not know that it doesn't just play if you pick it up. I yeah. went up there, did the same exact thing. It didn't play. Then Trevor took it. And the only way we figured out that you can make this play if you picked it up is if you shake it really hard. Then it spins Cinderella and makes her do her circle. But by just picking it up and moving it the same way I did probably three or four times and it never started playing. Okay, see, see, that's what I was going to ask you, because it's like, we don't have a music box yet. We are definitely wanting to get one, like, very soon. Because um, I was going to ask, like, is it just like the REM pod where, like, you pick it up and it's automatically going off? Oh, this isn't the music box device. Oh, this is a no. real music box. No, this like, was like you a wind it up. Wind it oh, well, I mean, yeah, you, like said, uh, you said ballerina or whatever you said. I kind of yeah. picked her, but, okay. No, no, no. That's an easy, easy thing to think the other thing. Especially when we're talking about paranormal nowadays, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I've never actually got. I've never used the other one. Yeah. What's your opinion on the cat balls? We have we used them this time. They didn't work. They didn't work for us this time, but it's literally the first time we've ever used them. It was so. also a million degrees, so we didn't really pay attention to them. What's your opinion on the flashlight test method? Uh, have never done that either. Okay. You were were you about to ask something? Uh, I was just going to mention how um, the uh, cat ball method worked really well in the Beller house in the basement. That, that yeah, that yeah. But I was going to mention that earlier. To excuse me again. I'll have to be right back. Sorry. So in the Beller house, there's this little like chair that's there, um, and we set a cat ball there, and the cat ball was just going off by itself. Mm-hmm. And mind you, underneath this chair was just concrete. It's a yeah. concrete floor. So, like, you can, like, stomp, you can do whatever. It's not going to make it light up. This ball is lighting up by itself. We I even uh, pulled an EVP. Ooh, 
We even rolled an EVP on that, well, recorder. Yeah. On its air. Of course, we got nothing. But also at the same time, it was so weird because it's like, why is this cat ball doing whatever it's doing just on this chair? No one's sitting right. there. You can stomp, you can do whatever on the floor, nothing. This is just going off. That was one of our most, I guess you can say, compelling cat right. balls. I, I believe it because those things are pretty touchy to like actually make them go off. Like they gotta move a pretty good amount. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but definitely. what I will say is that if I had to say what was the scariest location we've done so far, yeah, definitely the Ross House. That's so wild. Definitely the Ross. It sounds like it. You like you keep going back to it, and it's obviously a spot that just like well, is engraved in your mind and. Well, I mean, when we did Snyder Cemetery, this is not this is not in the video. I cut all this part out. Um, I forgot who was doing. I think it was PJ was doing the slippery pit method, and there was like death threats towards like someone's mother, and I didn't. I think it was my mom. So weird. There's a good chance the power's gonna go out because. I think a tree just fell in the front yard. <laughs> oh shit! Oh my so, goodness! Oh, shit! Maybe that's what that thump was. We'll use your uh, phone if we have to, I guess, huh? Okay. So oh, if we shit. get disconnected, uh, we will rejoin. But it, there was like all these like death threats to someone's mother, and then what happens immediately? Right, there was even a date. He even said like a date off of the spirit box. What happens immediately? Immediately right after is that um, my mom's like throat or something gets like really. Like, she's just, like, not really able to talk. And it's so, like, raspy, and it sounds like you have, like, a very bad sore throat. Ugh. And then her legs get, like, really... Boom! There's there's my mom right there. Um, Her legs, like, her knees were, like, really hurting. And then I think she ended up getting COVID. And so it's, like, all this was happening after we did Snyder Cemetery. And I'm just kind of, like, freaking out, because I'm, like, what the fuck is going on? It's like, did someone like follow us? Did someone like curse us or whatever? It's like, what is going on? Didn't that happen to somebody else? Somebody uh, said they were doing like a session somewhere else. And I don't know. But after, after Cemetery, it's like all that stuff happened. And then the Ross house is when my mom got attacked. I got affected by crying. Literally everybody there pretty much got affected. I think even AJ of Bynum Investigations, he got scratches on his back. That's so wild. All this yeah, stuff. We haven't like been how? to a like that yet. No, not at all. Alright, so that, that kind of rolls into my next question a little bit. What would you guys prefer to do? Urban exploring or like just exploring abandoned locations or the paranormal investigations? Uh, um, oh, Oh, that is a tough one. That is a tough one. I, I think I think the absolute best, like the the icing on top of the cake with the cherry on top, is when we go out to do an abandoned location and we also ghost ghost hunt there. You know, right. I, at that is like ten out of ten. <laughs> you know, um, we've we've <laughs> recently had discussions about that. Actually, <laughs> that's hilarious. Good and bad. <laughs> 
because we don't have a lot of abandoned locations here for real at all and no, if they are safe, they are like safe to go to i was just gonna say if they are they are completely not okay to go into because you are going to die <laughs> the, the thing is with among being known as itself and this is also towards you know everybody who's starting to now know about us and find us out from twitter because on twitter we're more known for paranormal because right. of my connections with the whole paranormal community over on that platform because it's yeah. a fantastic community it really yeah. is <laughs> yeah that's true that is true um the paranormal community twitter can be iffy but among me known as a brand we started out doing abandoned places that's what we are that's what we do yeah. and it, it's funny because when i used to um work at this one job whenever i would explain like hey uh, we explore abandoned places everybody yeah he does a uh, haunted places he looks for ghosts i'm like that's not what we're doing like we're going to abandoned it's places not, it could be but it's not exactly yeah. we're, we're, we're documenting history preserving that onto film because you don't know what's going to happen yeah it could be exactly. renovated it could be demolished it could be vandalized like i mentioned about the bowling alley yeah, but that's where our roots is just a uh, um exploring that's that's our roots and with the paranormal stuff, history right yeah. and with the paranormal like we really got like super serious into like actually wanting to do this right after the Bel Air house episode last year yeah so like abandoned places is always going to be really like our hearts right because i mean you went you went to abandoned place today <laughs> yeah exactly and it's like that's what among being known really truly is but also at the same time i feel like we really picked a great fucking name for among the unknown yeah because it, the paranormal it's unknown yeah it's got the whole it's umbrella right with the brand so honestly both to answer yeah. your question both. You got no, <laughs> <laughs> no i totally get that because like our our podcast right like we originally in our mind this is what we wanted it to be live interviews with people it took three and a half years it, yeah it, <laughs> telling ghost stories and like the envision we had was like telling a ghost story around a fire you listen to the actual podcast like you get the whole campfire okay. in the background aesthetic and everything oh, and that's literally through every single episode even when you guys get released on spotify you'll have the campfire in the the woods behind us and it'll sound like we're at a campfire it's yeah. really sweet right. and we, you know we told creepy pastas we wrote our own stories we talked about urban legends we talked about monsters we talked about bigfoot we talked about aliens and we're it's still just doing like, those things <laughs> we also were like let's film you know us doing a paranormal investigation i mean everyone's doing it on youtube but wh why don't we do that part too and then we started going to haunted locations and then next thing we know we're like okay let's make a real video and like put it out there and then so we did a bunch of cemeteries yeah and like those have always been like we just released the haunted indian burials ground video and that's like our roots of paranormal investigating right, right there but we finally like figured out a formula to make it like digestible for your right. eyes digestible. it's funny that you mentioned digestible because it's like when we first started out when we were filming on our gopro cameras we were literally just uploading the videos like intro raw like right. no edited yeah. footage like but people love that people love that hours. too two hours long yeah, it's not good for us though. 2018, like we went 
five seasons and what we do for our videos in terms of like a band and even now with the uh, paranormal stuff we like having seasons and they're like kind of like eras for us um right now we just today wrapped up season 15 of among the unknown the abandoned series yeah. 15 and what how we, many episodes we do six episodes a season and it's kind of been that way since middle school when we first started this because it's just like our schedules and school and then just everything else just happened that way. And we just kind of kept that tradition going throughout the years. Yeah. And, um, uh, where was I getting with this? Um, where was I getting with this? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. What, what do you say, Riley? You said yes. something. You said something. I've said a lot of words. <laughs> oh, he forgot what he said. Oh, no. I got it. I got it. I got it. When we were just uploading just these long videos, it took us five seasons for me to sit down and be like, okay, we need to do something about this. It was 2018. We just filmed a whole season in basically a week and a day. And I started cutting out all the filler, adding like cuts in our cameras and all this other stuff. And then that's when I'm like, okay, we got something. Like, we actually have, like, a reasonable product to show our audience. And then I just kept with that. And even then, like, after we did the Beller House video, everybody, including him, was like, dude, your editing has gotten so much better. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think you can see that with us, too. Like, oh, if you go and listen to, like, our first, like, five episodes and then we're underwater. And go backwards and listen to our, like, 100 through 150, you're, it's like, whoa. <laughs> they figured it out. They actually sound like a real show now and not a bunch of garbly gook underwater. <laughs> gobble, gobble. And like, uh, I think we have the same thing too. If, if you look back in all of our episodes, there's like themes that go on. And it's like, oh, easily. Yeah. We go through like phases where we're like, I like aliens this week. I like cryptic <laughs> next week, and I like ghosts the week after that. And then we we did a bunch of I think we've done like fifteen of them now of the SCP files. You ever heard of those? They're amazing. Yeah, yeah. We've read like almost a hundred of those, and those Damn are so near, much yeah. fun because you just never know where the next one's gonna go. No, it's not even close. The craziest thing you've ever thought of, like a dude with a freaking solar system in his stomach. Like what? <laughs> it, it, it's funny that you mentioned that because me and Morgan, we were kind of like, we were doing a series called the witching hour. Oh yeah. And it was kind of like storytelling, but we didn't want to really do like the stereotypical, like creepy pastas. We really want to do like the actual, like scary stories, like controversial shit. That's not just like, Oh, teenagers are gonna read. No, like we wanted like adult fucking content, and just like us just like reading these stories, um, and like that was the whole premise of the whole witching hour series when we started it. Um, we we haven't done it in a, in a while, but there's this. And this is kind of going off track, but on track, I guess. Never off track. There's we got story, no rails on the what goes no rails. There's a story called um the Queen of the Deep Web. Yeah fantastic story and that's weird to say judging by the content in that story this story was so bad and i know i just fucking bashed on a whole creepypasta thing but i i found it on the creepypasta wiki or wiki or however you want to say it no sleep reddit form no no not that 
but yeah, it was so that. bad. that's our favorite. It was so bad that it got removed off of that website. <laughs> I had to contact the admins and be like, hey, there was a story that I read that was really good. Can I get a copy of it? Somehow, don't know how, the admins tracked down the author of the story. I got in contact with the author. He gave me a whole PDF version of the story. Damn. And gave me full permission to narrate it on my on our channel. And to this day, it's age-restricted. <laughs> That's actually really cool, though. That is cool. We've we never are- actually been able to speak with any of the authors that we've read any of their stories. I don't think any of them really even care. <laughs> if but, they do, sorry. But, but it, yeah, it's, obviously. It, it's so cool because, like, with Among the Unknown, like, sometimes me and him, just, like, we just kind of, like, sit down and, like, re-reminisce about, like, dude, we've been doing this for seven years. Yeah, it's right. kind of crazy to think about it, really. Like, is. we've been documenting the abandoned places in our own city for seven holy thunder. For oh seven my years. god. You heard that? You heard that? Seen it. Bam. Seen the flag seen it. first. Seen it. But we, we've been doing this for seven years and we've only cracked down on almost 100 full episodes of Abandon. Of course, there's many episodes, but we already have almost 100. But like, we just like, just have this whole track record. Yeah, just, and shout out to you, dude. I was looking at your, uh, your views. I went to, I look at everyone's like total views before they come on our show always. And you guys are like approaching like half a million. Like, that's so sick. Like, it I hope you realize crazy. how sick that is. It's so we're, we're not even to like almost a half a million downloads, which would be the same thing as plays essentially, just right, right. a podcast version. And like, that's just like, it's a huge goal, obviously, for everyone yeah, that does is. visual or audio content half a million anything is crazy and that that's the thing though like when it comes to like twitter and us being more known for the paranormal it's like with among the unknown (laughs) 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 with among the unknown (laughs) oh my god i want us to be known for we're not exploring right now (laughs) yeah right i want us to be known for both you know, both the abandoned stuff and the paranormal, not just one thing. And that's why on Twitter, I'm kind of like, hey, you know, we just explored this abandoned place or check out our abandoned content. You know, we don't just do paranormal. Right. Because honestly, in my perspective, and I will say this, whether I'm downplaying myself or not, for now, I don't think we have anything to show for the paranormal. Yes, we have season one and season two of, you know, our paranormal stuff. And like, we have videos from 2017. But just right now, I don't think we necessarily have anything to show uh, right. based on our compared to our abandoned stuff, you know. And of course, eventually down the line, you know, I want to like prove something. I want to like show like, hey, you know, we can also do this. On the, like, yeah, you don't want to put out weak content that you're like, I don't feel great yeah. about this. Exactly. And it's like, hey, we can also do the paranormal, but also we do this as well. Um, this is what, you know, this is our roots. This is what we're mainly actually known for. So I, I, I don't know how to find a perfect balance. I don't know if there ever will be. It's so hard. But I think yeah. you just keep going with what you think is right. It's your channel. You can do anything you want with it. You know what I yeah, mean? It's, like, all gut. it's all your vision anyways in the end of the day, whether people are 
are, are viewing it or not, like if it's something you're proud of, you got to be proud of it. And people will respect well, that. And that's the thing is like people can tell when you're proud of your own like project, you know, like I feel like that's what's helped us a lot recently is people can tell like how proud of everything we produce is like and, and we are not ashamed to admit if something right. was bad. Like if well, you go through some of our asked, episodes, there's episodes where we at the end go, we're sorry the audio was cool shit like we don't know what happened but the stories were so good that we had to put this out there for you yeah we apologize for like the bad audio but and that's my bad and going along the lines of being proud and you can you can speak on this one too it's so cool when we this has happened not as much as people would think well okay scratch what i just said but it's completely more than people would think not not even that not even that just scratch Mm -hmm. out the whole entire thing that i just said but um it's so cool when we get recognized in public oh yeah and there was this one time you know exactly where we i already know (laughs) so we're filming we're gonna we were uh filming this abandoned school in our city and um, we like parked and everything else, and we're walking on the street. We're passing by this abandoned cathedral um, that we've already explored just a couple months prior, or My something like that. Cathedral. His favorite church, and we see these two people doing drone footage of the church, and I'm just kind of like, just teasing a little bit. And I was like, ah, uh. and I, I said the name of the church. I'm not gonna say it live. Or actually, should I? No, okay. So I said the name of the church, and then the guy looked at me. He was like, he did a double take. He was like, wait a second. Me and my girlfriend just got done watching your videos. Yeah. And we're like, and then we spawned. We're like, wow. And, and then you spawned. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and, and it was so funny because we ended up doing a collaboration video at the school. That's and awesome. That was so cool. It was so weird, too, because literally just a couple Completely seconds ago, completely out of the blue a couple seconds ago he's like you know one day we're gonna get we're gonna get so known or whatever like people are gonna recognize us immediately happened as soon as (laughs) i I can't say we've had that moment yet but no you did it with with another moment though yeah several times that's happened with the title of a certain video that came out recently Oh my god, that shit was so funny. Riley knows exactly what I'm talking about. I don't kind of. About. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, it's because people were like, uh, like you said Indian. It's not nice to say Indian. You should say no. Native American. Oh, yeah, we were okay, like, yeah, we use the, the title of the fucking sign. Like, it's this, literally what the sign says. And... Yeah. Riley, Riley, and I hadn't had any backlash though, not a single bit of it for the two weeks that we promoted up until we talked to the homies at Ghost Bro on the last live. And when we talked to them, we were like, you know, I bet you people are gonna bitch about it. (laughs) Not even like twelve hours later, like three or four different people were like, you know, you had a chance to do it better than what other people did, and you could have used the real term. And it's like, okay, like. One, we're keeping one, we're trying to do, like, alive. Yeah. And, and like, two, it's literally not, we're not being disrespectful because we were just doing what was on the sign. Right. I would have literally said Native American or 
aborigine whatever the fuck you want to call like them nowadays i at this point i don't know what even is like not taboo anymore because karen cancel culture is real that's that's almost like people getting on you for calling it the monroe demon house because of the word demon that's almost kind of like the same exact comparison see the thing with that is is i think at the same time you know we're all going to these locations right yeah and we're putting out someone else's property that has a livelihood probably connected to it whether they're trying to preserve history or not, like they're probably making a little buck off of it. Probably. And a lot of these people own multiple different places and you go around and you start saying there's a demon here. Either now people what? are not going to want the house there anymore in the town. Yeah. Promoting demon and all this other like dark stuff and bring bringing people to the town because of demons. And like, so like there's, we all have to remember this when we're putting out titles of videos. Like, remember that there's other people's lives could be affected by your title because your video goes viral and it gets millions and millions of views. Everyone's going to refer to that place as something de- evil. Yeah, it immediately got the stigma when you start saying that shit. Yeah. So, like, that's just that's just my little like, you nugget little thing, I guess. Like. I'm all for getting clicks and views, like all for it. But like, at the same time, we're also marketing someone else's property business and right. livelihood. So we have to respect. We that. all just want to make a livelihood at the end of the day. Yeah. So, I mean, do it your own despair, but I, I, just I don't be a fraud. Like, it's so crazy now with the paranormal. It's that I mean, it, it seems like we are having an underground resurgence in a way. A little bit. There is, definitely. It it's, seems it's like, like the underground channels are like definitely the ones to watch rather than like ghost adventures and the big ones now. The YouTube it's it's the year of the YouTubers for sure. And, and dude, it's even funnier because Twin Paranormal is just on Ghost Adventures. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, cameo, um, yeah. And then Zach allowed uh, Sam and Colby to investigate his museum. Yep. And it, here's here's one thing that's kind of funny. The whole him with the whole destination fear, fear thing. And um, I, I guess from rumors, him, you know, not wanting competition, this and that. But he realizes, I mean, he probably does. He would have to. <laughs> he can't. He he can't knock down a YouTube. He can't no. knock down YouTubers. He's going to be dethroned as as much as he probably doesn't want to be. He's going to be dethroned by a YouTube. Yeah, there's just way you could literally watch hours and hours and hours and hours of his show, and you can watch hours and hours and hours of different personalities. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I, I mean. They, definitely the paranormal landscape on yeah. YouTube is thicker than it has ever been ever in anyone's life because this is like we I don't always remember 10 years ago going to YouTube to watch no. paranormal videos. And I remember going to the travel more. channel or you know, <laughs> yeah. like well, what makes what it so nice is like we're not getting paid by producers. We're yeah. doing this because like people are generous enough to donate or 
we're being monetized from enough people watching it because they're actually believing that we're catching real shit because we are actually going out there and catching real shit. Right. And, and this is the one thing that I love about the Project Fear crew is that yeah. every single thing that they have, they bought out of pocket. They own yeah, It's it. all raw them, which is exactly how almost every crew is. We've been lucky enough to be basically like somewhat sponsored by Riley's dad. And he's helped us get a lot of the equipment that we do have, which is amazing. And he is very, very gracious. And I appreciate the shit out of him. Yeah. Like, we're on the, like, uh, we're getting an Oculus 4. Like, we're on the list for the next batch of them, which is pretty sick. So, super stoked for that. But, like, it is hard to get, like, camera equipment. All these ghost tools. It's expensive. I was trying to get basically a vacation, (laughs) like to go to a location and invest. My Amazon cart right now is at five grand for the gimbals and the cameras that I want, and that's like two night vision cameras that are better than the ones that we own, and then (laughs) like two vlogging cameras that are like high end, like nice four K quality, like good shit. So everything is like high quality shit, and the gimbals are like legitimately like camera gimbals not our phone gimbals so it's like you could shoot some sick ass bullshit with that stuff also the paranormal is very expensive it's very expensive it's so expensive locations are not cheap anymore as much as i wish they were wintertime locations are a lot easier to to pay for but me and riley they know you're gonna freeze your ass off well and me and riley being hockey players too we're like we're pretty booked up in the winter time. Not so much anymore. Not I'm not, yeah, not so much. You're retiring. Can't believe you're retiring. Still crazy. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Hockey's great. We've I've been playing for like 15 years. So I played three years semi pro, back to back to back league champs. No big deal. He's going out with a bang. But anyways, I think it's time to. To put the fire out for tonight and do it again next wrap time. up this invest- in- investigation. <laughs> investigation. Investigation. I told you I can't talk. I have the words in my head, and that's not how they come out. This I was going to say fantastic conversation Dude, that honestly, we've been having tonight. Honestly, I'm I'm honestly ready for more questions, man. <laughs> well, yeah. Do you, uh, is there any other questions you guys have, Trevor? Yeah, can't think of any more off the top of my head. Like, not off the ripper. Great job answering our oh, really you tough got one? ones, honestly. A lot of people do struggle with some of those off the rip, like hard questions we come at at you with really, really fast. <laughs> but okay, I, have a I, I did link all of your guys. Oh, you have a question, Jenna? I do. Fire. <clears throat> Fire. What paranormal group would you love to investigate with? Ooh. Oh, that's actually a good one. Thank you. Yes. Okay. All <laughs> that's right. That's a good one. I want to do a collaboration with Paranormal Quest, Spirit Stalkers, definitely Spirit Stalkers. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Wolf Paranormal, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ethan, Ethan's dope. Ethan's dope. Yeah, it's Paranormal Quest for me. He takes yeah. yeah, that that's what that's where we're at right now. Like, yeah, I'd, really, oh, yeah. all of those, all of those groups are freaking fantastic, man. I would love to freaking be able to collab with them too. Not, it wouldn't even have to be a collab. I just want to hang out with them. <laughs> right. 
Like those, 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 those two groups really, and of course Ethan, of course Ethan. Those are really like my go-tos right now on like who I really want to do a video with. Like that's just like not like fanboy. I guess that's like a dream come true, quote unquote. But that'd be a, it. Would just be amazing. I mean, I love fanboying, and I like poor shaming too. <laughs> poor shaming's fun. But yeah, I would love to collaborate with them boys. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys where uh, where are you guys from? Michigan. Oh, we're from Michigan. Oh yeah, you guys did mention that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the western part of Michigan, though. We're not from Detroit. That's what we have no. to tell everybody. We're not from Detroit. Yeah, we're the opposite side. side of Detroit. We're West Siders over here. <laughs> yeah, this was definitely a this this is definitely a fun stream. Definitely yeah. a fun interview. Hell yeah. We try to keep it lighthearted, chill, and have a good time. That's what we're all about. Always. Definitely. Would love to do this again. Yeah, we'll definitely, yeah, definitely. we're we're most definitely gonna be circling back through like all of the guests of I, I see you uh, you're circling back to Tommy Tombstone. Yeah, he's a good buddy of ours. He so we actually to segue into to Tommy, I guess, would be I I met him at a cemetery. Yeah, the craziest <laughs> at two in the morning. Met him at a cemetery. That's how it always goes as we run into people. <laughs> We've just been super tight ever since. Nice, nice. Yeah, hopefully we can like get something going with him to do another investigation. I know that we've got like a couple of things down the line that we hopefully can line up and hopefully people email us back. Yeah, shit, sure. yeah. Local stuff that we're trying to get into some some old businesses from like the eighteen hundreds and stuff like that. So it'd be, be sick if we can get up in there. I'm sure you guys had places that you, you feel the same in your hometown, and you're like, man, I would just love to investigate this place. Jacksonville. But how do you get in? You know, York. Yeah, but yeah, uh, about that, and it's funny because I just said this on Twitter, um, and I also just told you this earlier today in the car. For Pittsburgh, it's so weird because there's nothing to book here. Yeah, that's kind of how it is around here. Like, like, sure, you have Hillview Manor, and then you have which just popped out of absolutely fucking nowhere thanks to destination Bureau, um and uh paranormal quest uh, actually as well of uh green county historical society museum which is also the green county's poor farm or alms house whatever that's now popping up and then you have uh crescent sanatorium and prison but that's like an hour to two hours east of pittsburgh that's the only things that i know of and then some like two places two hours up north near um Erie. But other than that, there's not much to really book here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Kind of go that's pretty much what uh the Haunt Haunted Archives was telling us too. Like there's trans isn't Transgany in Pennsylvania? Transgany is uh West Virginia. West Virginia, okay. But yeah, like you you're like it's so weird because we're in this little bubble. Where we pretty much kind of have to go out of state for something, and I would I would love to like time. find out more stuff here in Pittsburgh. And I've I've contacted some like local places. It's tough, man. It's tough. But like we're we're at the point where it's like okay, maybe we can try to find some like local legends, like how we did Dead Man's Hollow and Bloomis Road and Snyder Cemetery. Those are all local legends. 
even though maybe the story has been fabricated, whatever, you know, we're paranormal investigators. We're going there to try to you see. You got to figure it out. Exactly. But also at the same yeah, time, it's like, we don't necessarily always want to investigate outdoors. Right. That's how we always feel. Like, we want to investigate, like, an actual, like, building being, like, inside of a place and investigating. Yeah, the how, the outdoors element changes everything. Yeah, that's yeah, it does. Yeah, in play. Right. And yeah, plus, you don't want to do, like, EVPs or anything. And then no, doing, impossible. like, using, like, an EMF or a temperature reader, it's even harder because you have, like, the air surrounding you. So it's kind of a little harder to do. Yep, I, I feel the same thing about like that was probably the hardest part about our haunted indian burial ground is yeah. that we were outside and then it started downpouring on us and it we very much so limited it. what we could do and how the investigation went for real yeah even at when we went to snyder cemetery we were doing it outdoors while it was raining and there was like rain droplets like hitting my rem pod and all you hear is beep 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 beep, beep from the temperature um part and i'm like <laughs> is that yeah. From the weather to rain, or is that like somewhere something happening? Yeah, like you don't know. So, right. But yeah, I I did throw all your guys's links and handles down there in the description. So if you're not subscribed yet to Un Among the Unknown, you have to go and subscribe and go check out their videos. Like you said, he's got over a hundred videos on there for you to digest. Well, bam. There's a lot of cool abandoned places in there too. Like I, I watched one where you guys went into a bank, I believe it was, and then oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. yes. Actually, funny enough, we have another abandoned bank video coming out soon. Yeah, that will be our next sick. abandoned video. Like the aesthetic of the building is just crazy cool and stuff. So um, definitely I, go I, check I, out all those videos. If someone's starting to watch our abandoned series, start off with season five and work your way up, or at least season ten. <laughs> that's when it gets good. After the warm-up period. Yeah, that's <laughs> literally where it starts getting good. I love it. Well, you heard it here, here first, folks. And for um the paranormal, start off with season one, then work your way up to season two, or just start off with season two. We'll love it. <laughs> Hell yeah, boys. We'll love it. Well, again, thank you for taking your time, coming to speak with us. And remember, folks, keep your ears and eyes open where it really goes. Bob in the night. Bruce. Bruce. You got it.